We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, everyone. Before we get into the show, I want to let you know that Patrick Reed has withdrawn. We did not know that information at the time of the record, so the odds will be adjusted just a little bit. And if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, I don't want to discriminate against anyone who doesn't listen on Apple Podcasts, but those are the only places where you can leave a review. So if you want to get into a draw for a hundred bucks... 100 American hard-earned dollars uh, if you could help out Mayo Media Network by subscribing to the new Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets podcast. I have the links in the description of this podcast. You review that show, five stars, and subscribe, uh, and leave your Twitter handle or email address inside the review to say, hey, great show, uh, You know, listen all the time, something nice about the show, um, and I will draw a winner from that within the next two weeks, and we'll get you your 100 bucks. So please help out that show, Fantasy hockey picks and bets it's a new daily show i highly recommend everyone check it out it's up on mayo media network right now so if you do that leave the five-star review along with your tag that would be amazing in helping us out to continue to provide as much free content as possible okay enjoy the show Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2021 Sony Open Picks, Bets, Preview, and the return of the One and Done competition. If you out there missed out on the giant One and Done because it filled very early last week, no need to fret. If you go to Fantasy Golf Championships right now, 
there are more one-and-done contests, and there are more price ranges and smaller contests for these one-and-done contests. There's a $25 one up right now, a $50 one right up now, and Jeff Einberg, there is a $1,000 one-and-done, 33-man one-and-done, $1,000 to play, which when you prorate it over the course of the entire year, it's not as expensive as it sounds, $10,000 to first. We tried to continue with the flat payouts with all these, so if you come in second, you're not like royally screwed uh, because you didn't end up winning. Second's still a very nice payout. I'm thinking about entering the, the $1,000. It's too Just, rich for my blood. Maybe we go splitsies on it. We'll talk about it. Um, so yeah. I the- suck though. I would just uh, I would just deviate to you. I'd be like, whatever you want. Yeah, well, that's, that's no fun. We I'm to- already like hating what I'm going to might do this week with one and done. I so will I'm just trusting what I plan to do all off season. Well, I have but two- most importantly, sorry to cut you off. I just don't want to forget my pick. Well, if you entered the site that we're using, uh, like fantasy golf championships, you just enter your phone number, which I did. It will text you to remind you to make the pick. <laughs> Genius. It, it felt like that yeah, was a good no, feature gr- to yeah, have. I Cause I, I too would yeah. forget. But anyway, so there's that. The Listener's League link for DraftKings is in the description of this video. It fills up very quickly, so go play in that. Rake free. The first look video is already out. My column is already up on DKPlaybook.com. Getting a head start on the week, Jeff. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo. Get you 20% off at FantasyNational.com. All the tools, all the stats. Had some big winners over the weekend. People already paying off their annual memberships because of one week, that and more. So I highly suggest you get in. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo to hook that in. And I need your support with this, Jeff. On Mayo Media Network, which everyone should subscribe to on YouTube, just launched a daily hockey DFS and betting show. I never thought I would be here, but here we are. I am not a part of this show in terms of hosting it, because I know nothing about hockey, nor do I like hockey. However, I've rounded up some of the best names around. Uh, It's going to be a daily show, so if you want to get some action on betting or on DraftKings or just DFS in general, and there's going to be some fantasy hockey talk, too, if you play in season long, uh, please show the support for the channel. Uh, Click on that video if you can. There's going to be two up win totals for all of the teams uh, spread into two parts, featuring both of the crews of hosts that we're going to have on that show. Chris Meany and Wrestling's Eric Young are going to be the Monday show. They're breaking down the North Division in the Central. Uh, and the guys from the Morning Skate Pod are doing Tuesdays and Thursdays throughout the week. Uh, and they got the East and West going. So I- I'm pretty excited about it. I-, I need everyone to help support it. You can subscribe to the audio podcast uh, as well. It'll be up on iTunes very soon, but it's on every other platform right now. You can hit the description of that video. But please, go to that video. Just click on it for a few seconds. If you don't care about hockey, help us out with this one. Uh, it's up on the Mayo Media Network YouTube page. Like I said, spread it around if you can. Help us support it because it's going to come at you completely free and i hope it's successful if if this can be successful that means we can do a baseball show this means we can do a nascar show i'm in talks to do a european golf show too but this needs to work or else i cannot afford to continue to run this stuff so the fate of it's on hockey the fate of it's on hockey where we had success with mma and golf beyond football i felt like hockey is a niche it's a it's a good niche exactly and not by me, but by no. people who know what they're talking yeah. about and hopefully can lead you towards some sort of profit, unlike we did on the show last week. Yep. So I had a very fun weekend. It went from the super high to the super low, and I feel like we're back on the upswing now, so this is all great news. So Saturday, I lost my first few bets of the day, football-wise, but then, you know, Washington, because 
Tampa Bay kept missing extra points, covered that eight and a half number. I should have just waited because it ended up at 10. So I felt good about that. I was watching Tournament of Champions late on Saturday night. Morikawa and Berger get themselves firmly in the mix. I thought Harris English was going to go birdie or eagle on 18. I was like, if he just pars this, Morikawa's one back. I'm not sweating Ryan Palmer too much. I feel really good about Morikawa and or Berger, who would be playing together if somehow English messes this up. And he puts it into like the hazard area, yeah. ends up making par, which even... I did. Didn't want them playing together. Even I say they played together the day before and they were just like bouncing off each other and they both went super low. Uh, so I got everything I wanted. Then Morikawa, Berger, and Webb Simpson all just failed to show up on Sunday. Harris English runs away with it. Excellent shot at the very end. So my Sunday got really bad. I was in COVID protocol. I was on the COVID list. Yes, we almost didn't get to do this show in person uh, as my son overnight after that happened, just developed this wild fever, had to get his COVID test, came back negative. So we're good to go on that front. Um, I cut my own hair, which as you can see, turned out to be not great. I was feeling good about it though. I had it all, and this is the thing, I got, I got a bit too arrogant on it because I've been cutting my hair. We've been in lockdown. And, like Barbers have been open like two of the past 11 months around here. So you had a first bad, your first one went poorly, but it seemed like you recovered from that one. But So the one I gave myself on Sunday morning was by far the best one that I have Uh-oh. done. I was like, it looks good. You got greedy for a touch up? Yeah. So I was <laughs> like, you know what I should do is like try to fade it in a bit right here. Maybe trim down the sideburns right here. Like it was fine. Like it was very... Yeah. How much better were you going to make it? I, I, I thought I was like, I'm basically a pro barber at this point. <laughs> um, and then, so I took like the close clippers and went, my hand slipped a little bit and went, Zzz. so then it looked like I had like a bald spot right here because this is the razor that I ended up using. I was like, well, I just have to bring it down and look like a moron. I walked out of the bathroom. My wife just looked at me and goes, oh, sorry, I can't make it to your soccer game at 11. It's like, oh no, being trolled by my own wife. This is horrible. But I feel like everything's coming back. Hit the Browns on Sunday night, knowing yeah. that they were severely reverse cursed by Tim. He needed Pittsburgh just to win in order to win the Bucks. And like, just bet against him. This is the only way this can work out positively. So I feel like we're in a good spot here going into it. How good Harris English? I feel like we really missed the boat on this one. We looked at that number and we were like, no, not with these players. Harris English is not on their level. I feel like he's pulled a Webb Simpson on us. Webb Simpson, before he was the top 10 player, back when Webb first started to turn his game around, none of us really believed in Webb Simpson. Like, ah, it's just, you know, it's a hot streak. It seems like he's a completely different player. I agree. And that's now that he's broken through, that's something to pay attention to. Pat, I have no, I didn't go through this show one time thinking I should bet Harris English last week. I had made my commitment to Justin Thomas at the top, and I I was on Berger and... And Morikawa. And what did Johnson, did Thomas even birdie 18? I don't believe he did. I don't remember if he made or missed that putt. But but I, I just want to hypothetically in my mind say he did. Is there a record for balls in a hazard and losing by a stroke? Because he said it this week. <laughs> he said it. And that's not even talking about putting his mouth in the hazard, which I whatever. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. You had Morikawa and Burger. I had Morikawa, Burger, Thomas. I felt I was swarming those those minnows that were Palmer and English. But I was con- I did not fear Palmer. English. I went to bed thinking it could finally be his moment. When they both like lollygagged the front of the uh, day, um, got out clean though because I I took advantage of the good prices that I was hoping to get on Thomas versus DJ and Rom head to heads. Yeah. I, the so brand, the Browns won me back my money, so I don't feel too but, badly about it. <laughs> but I didn't see the English win 
He'd been playing well. I wasn't thinking about betting him this week, so I'm not lamenting it like I missed an opportunity. If anything, I feel like I missed an opportunity because he was like plus 150 down a stroke to Neiman in the fairway on 18. And yeah, he stuck it. And then he was like minus 250. Um, but, But you had to figure there's a high probability this is going to OT playoff and that plus 150 would be good and i think they played the playoff at an equal pick them so like if that was the case yeah you could have just middled yourself and walked away with money either way if you were paying attention to and, the live and, market uh, sorry and um neiman you ain't as rich as sergio pal i think it that i think that all depends on who you are uh, that was super chill um that was super chill that was like next level malnati when Malnati got gotten by Sergio, but it's like he knew Sergio was gonna, Sergio kicked one in. Malnati was under the tree with his kid in a bucket hat, just chilling. <laughs> Neiman didn't have too much fun with the late. Like I agree with you. I don't think it was as bad as like every single person who had a microphone in that broadcast was making it out to be. Between it, the for, guys in for the people that don't know, he didn't go oh. to the range and keep hitting. He just, oh, his, he his just... caddy finally got him. <laughs> like when, like, but, but, but people like he had to have been. People thought he should have been gone earlier. He was chilling with the ladies and Sergio. Um, yeah, no, sorry, your checking account doesn't look like Sergio's yet. You just extra focus, maybe, but I don't think it it mattered. Uh, well, I don't think. I, it, I think. He, it, I think. Uh, well, he did miss a great opportunity. I mean, he really mishit that shot. Hmm. But does that mean if he had been on the range for 15 minutes, that would have changed? Like, that's an unknowable circumstance. I think it depends on the player that you are and how you feel the most comfortable. Like, you could, you, you could look at it one of two ways. One, you can go to the range, hit all your shots, and really practice what you need to do on that hole specifically, knowing that it's going to go back there and really be geared towards it. Or you're having a great round, and you normally hit one shot every 15 minutes anyway. He was done early, though. He wasn't in the second. Like, he was done early. He wasn't in, like, the final four groups. He was out there, so it was a time. And to a man on the broadcast, they they all thought he was making the wrong move, which, whatever, that doesn't mean anything. You know who else thought he made the wrong move? The people that bet Neiman to win, too. They were all sure, real no, salty. No, no. Yeah. Which I, I would get to. No. I would probably be salty. But the, but one guy, the one guy, even John Wood, who I think is great, former Kuchar, former yeah. what, Mayhem he, he was He was a really good addition yeah, no, to this Great broadcast. addition, and it seems like he's a full-time addition, and that seems like a good a good thing. Better than Bones. I like Bones. I like Bones, too. He was better. But whatever. So two good additions, because we've gotten some old people out that some people claim to have missed. I won't miss them with Bones and Wood Mm -hmm. anymore. Uh, Not to disrespect Costas or Malpe, but come on. But Uh, I think caddies are a smart move as a part of the broadcast, because they're not quadrillionaires. Those fight, they, yeah. need, they need to do well although, in order to keep their although job. Although, Faldo's joked in the booth once. He goes, you'd be surprised how much these caddies make. Some of them are members at the same clubs as I am, and I know what it costs to get in. Well, Bones <laughs> probably has a ton of money. Um, <laughs> but, um, sorry, I was going to say, Wood, who's the caddy, was like, I'd have grabbed him by the net. Like, he was the most forceful in saying, I'd have driven up there with a cart and said, get in, pal. So, listen, like, um, whatever. English hit a couple amazing shots. English, I think, was the right winner. I'm happy with my move on on Neiman, not only for some majors, but in the in the draft that mm-hmm. we did. I'm feeling good on um, about that. 
and a fun tournament. That leaderboard was stacked. I didn't think English was going to get home. After two rounds, it was like English ahead of, because JT let everyone, they all kind of let everyone back in. Yes. JT's back nine on Saturday. He went to the back nine on, on Friday thinking, man. Game over. There's a couple times there's a game over Friday vibe with JT, and it instantly flips. But whatever, he's content so much you can't. Like, it's, it's it's the Rory it's the new Rory thing. He's always contending, so he's not closing. But he's gonna win like three times. He's gonna meet all his quotas, but contend so much you'll feel let down. Well, there, it, it would turn into one of those things, and we just got blessed so much by Tiger when Tiger would win eleven times in one year well, that it, like if you win three times in a PGA Tour season, regardless of what event it is, like that's. A, fucking incredible yes. season and if things broke right for a rory or a justin thomas and they closed every time they were in contention they'd have like an eight yeah. win year or something <laughs> and tiger changed perception for a lot of things like even the world number one label doesn't mean every time you're up by two strokes you're going to win or every time you're like in contention you're going to win like tiger did well dj kind of lollygagged this one too because he could have won this tournament yeah, a lot of guys did. And a lot of guys got hot in spurts, and we'll see some of the big boys again. And I'm surprised this field's as strong as it is. It's stronger than I would have guessed maybe a couple weeks ago or when I was breaking it down with Skylar Hook on my show because uh, we got the future in, but we'll get there. Well, this is the strongest Sony Open field, I believe, since 2005. So that my perception is reality. And it, and it was the strongest tournament of champions field, like, ever. Okay. Well, they had eight of the top nine players, and only Rory wasn't there. I feel like they always usually go. No, they don't. You're right. DJ usually always goes, but like Rory generally skips it. But I don't know. It just it ended up a lot strong because they invited all the uh, tour championship people this year. So like Scheffler got in, Finau got in, Hideki got in. Like all those got in. Hideki got in and decided I'm worse at putting somehow than before. And credit to English for not even. English got in. Got yeah, in he, that via was the way not that he even winning. And Palmer would have done that too. Yeah. Fa- it, fake news title. And if you want to put it on his resume, well, it's on the resume, but if you want to give it a quarter win or a half win, he's got that uh, Kuchar team win from a month ago, is English. Neiman also got in without winning. Yes. He won what? Swing season, Greenbrier. Two so years Jeff ago. He was in la- the last He was in last year's tournament of champions, but he made the tour championship. So that's how he ended up there. I did an online auction last night for fantasy golf with Moose and a couple of pals. Yeah. It was fun. You got Bryson for a really good price based on where everyone else went. But I got Hatton for 13 bucks, which was $9 less than English. And this doesn't count towards uh, what he is up to. Other tournament of champion stuff. Yeah, Hideki was abysmal on the greens. Him and Leishman. Poor Leishman. I had money on Leishman, too. I'm not really sweating not winning a 125-1 to winner. But I did like what I saw out of him. I think he's broke, though, because guy couldn't buy a putt. It was bad news. But he was minus five on the getting a phone call. No, I don't know who that phone call was. Someone just sent me a report about something. It's coach season. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that later in the week. I exactly, think. So yeah. We're going to get to the NFL stuff. On- more in-depth. And we'll watch Tim lay some coaching markers, probably. Oh, I'm very excited. That are certainly going to backfire. I'm very excited for that. Uh, We do have a majors preview show. If you hit the description, you can go check that out. We gave out some future bets. Uh, 
The Joaquin Neiman Open Championship number is no longer hanging at 150 to 1, unfortunately. I believe it's down to like 60 to 1. <laughs> uh, what I did enjoy with him, though, like all of the guys that I, because I bet Palmer at the U.S. Open and I bet Neiman for the British Open, those were like the two really big long shots that I took. It was encouraging to see Neiman once again, and we've seen this a couple times now, the wind gets ratcheted up and all of a sudden he's way better than everybody else. <laughs> Can I do this? Two years ago, Pat, I bet Woodland to win the U.S. Open because of how great he was playing going into the final round at Kapalua, where he got he shot like six under in the final round, and Xander shot like a nine or ten. But I bet Woodland to win Pebble that morning. Think, oh, coastal like uh, Oceanside course. This is the time. So Neiman just coming runner up for this event to me while having a big major future on him um, in my own little world is a very big positive. I also, because Woodland went on to win Pebble, we shall say, and we're on Woodland to win Tory at a hundred. Yes. So the biggest thing with me in seeing English and Palmer and U S open Tory, not farmers. Yeah. Tory. Neiman especially is I wanted to be in the mix more. Yeah. Feel it. Like and it, Feel it. especially at a tournament like this, I know it was Harris English, and it's and a bit of a hit and giggle because he's hit and giggling with with Sergio and the wives. Sure, before but everyone's playoff, everyone's who matters is basically here, and he was able to go do that against him. Like Dustin was right up there, Justin Thomas is right yeah. up there. It's yeah. nice to know that on a given week he can go contend with those guys and be better than those guys in a final round. Now, if he had gone into the weekend with the lead, maybe it's a bit of a different story. He knew he had to go out and post something low just to have a chance, but it was nice to see him really get in that mix. Like getting Xander vibes a little bit. Cuz that's what Xander tends to do. He like when he won this tournament, like he just went out and he like I got to go post score. Yeah, listen, even saying as I just said the year Xander won and he out took Woodland you can play well here and lose because someone just plays like unconscious. Like that's just how the course is, um, is set up. But I, I don't know. It all bodes well for Neiman. It's a big sign as someone that's like really high on him having a great year. And in a, as we spoke about on our fantasy draft show, maybe even in a macro golf sense, joining some of the more popular names that he does share age uh, resemblance with. And that was really the only reason, like, uh, I, people were making fun of me because I kept talking about Joaquin Neiman for every major. It's not that I think that he's going to win these majors. It's Wolf, Morikawa, and Hovland are all 30 to 1 to win these majors, and he's 150 yeah, to 1. And he is in that group. And he's like don't... 65 and 80 when we were doing our show that you can still watch. Yes. Now he's down too. And these guys are both 22 years old. Like, they're very firmly in that same range with those guys. Routes different, yet, didn't yet, go to college, and different paths, yet, same so, age. Yet somehow, and the biggest, like, comparison that we could draw in that sense was Zalatoris is 60-1 to 1 to win these events, and Neiman's not like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, like, I like, I like Scotty Scheffler a lot, but do I think that he's a better player than Neiman? I'd say, at worst, they're the same. At worst, they're the same. And but I like him a lot, and he's going to win his events, and he's going to go to courses that set up great for him. But it seems like you're going to have to go through this run of the courses and the events that do set up for him at betting him at like 24 to 1. Yeah, which is not great. Which is not going to be fun, and you hope if you bet him, he's going to win, yeah. which he can. And I don't know. I bet him a lot through this. Like, I feel it. I feel it. And I'll bet Scotty Scheffler 24 to 1 in a shitty field. 
But yeah, we we'll got to get there first. Next week, I guess, at the American Express. Weird rules with that because of COVID this year. I don't know how oh, the... Oh, Pro-Am's out. Pro- we can't let Pro-Am's in. Pro-Am is out. And I think because the Pro-Am's out, they're not going to do the course rotation. So we might actually get cameras on everyone for all three rounds. So just the PGA West. West. And we'll have shot tracker for every round. I think. I don't know. Maybe there'll be a two-course. PGA West could handle everybody, though. Yeah, the PGA West could most definitely handle I think handle this everyone. is the TTSB. What's TTSB? Uh, TDSB. TDSB. I, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh, the school board. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. My wife, it's an automated thing. My wife will get it. Leave me alone. At least it's better than the people who want to clean your ducks. I get those a lot. That is better. I don't even or have the people. I live in a yeah. condo. I don't, I don't have ducks. <laughs> you know that credit card, the one that you're afraid to look at to see what the balance is? And you're avoiding paying your debt and it's time to confront it? Well, Upstart can help you face that and pay it off. Last year showed us that you never know what to expect in life and what life is going to throw at you. And if you use credit cards to pay for unexpected expenses, it can be overwhelming to manage that debt. Take control with Upstart. You know exactly what to expect. If you have multiple credit cards, you know that tracking multiple balances, due dates, website logins can be stressful. Of course it is. But Upstart makes things simple with one monthly payment in one place. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple, fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. You can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day. If debt is taking over your life, it's time to get a fresh start with Upstart. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com mayo. That's upstart.com mayo, M-A-Y-O. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash mayo. Back to the show. Let's talk about the Sony Open. Uh, coming up this week, David Barnett of the Tour Junkies shall be joining me tomorrow to break down the DraftKings field. And once again, if you want to get all the tools and stats, fantasynational.com slash mayo to go check it out. And the one and done start this week. Remember your picks. If you haven't played yet, fantasygolfchampionships.com to enter one of these one and done contests. We'll be doing our picks at the end of this show. 144 players in the field at Wiley Country club it's a par 70 it's 7044 yards cameron smith won in a playoff over brandon the real deal man of steel last year it's a short course people don't really hit the fairways all that often it was incredibly windy and rainy last year which is super atypical for this course in particular it's the first time in like 15 years that it actually happened the winning score is usually like minus 24 last year it was minus 11 because the conditions were so bad they had to play uh, lift clean in place in the final round Something would have happened the same with Kapalua last year because we looked at it last week and this week they were clearing 20 by Saturday and last week, what, last year J- JT won at like 13 or 14. Yeah, it was So it whatever was really happened windy last here year. last year, yeah. yeah, same for the swing. I don't know, fun event, another hit and giggle. We used to remember in our original version of this show, we had people behind us playing the Wiley video game. 
I have it on the wall somewhere. It's right behind you. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's up there on the top. Why Lie Country Club for N64, one of the most gruesome commercials of all time that I can recall. You can go YouTube, Why Lie Country Club N64 commercials. It's like a birthing commercial that people just need to play. They're, they're Why Lie Country Club. The graphics are just top-notch uh, when you go back to the N64 on that. Uh, the cut line, top 65 in ties. That is unchanged. The cut line was plus two last year. It's usually in the minuses, so I would expect it to bounce back there. Let's go to the top in terms of pricing. All odds from DraftKingsSportsBook.com. Webb Simpson is the favorite in the field. He's 12 to 1. Patty Reed missed the cut last year, but he's sticking around in Hawaii after losing a bunch of strokes on approach last week. 14 to 1. Morikawa's 15. English is 16 coming off the win. Looking to join. Who is it? I wrote it in my column, and now I totally spaced on who it is. There's two guys that have done the Sony. Ernie Els and I think Adam Scott did the Sony Slam before. Maybe not Adam Scott. Either way. Uh, Hideki, 22. M, 22. Answer, 25. Neiman, 28. Cameron Smith, 30. That's the range that we're starting in. Those are the top 10, 0 to 30 on the board. My first two leans when I looked at this board, Sungjae and Berger were the two for me. And we've seen, just for full disclosure, like before last year in Cameron Smith winning, the past six champions had all played the week before at the Tournament of Champions. Smith had played in that like weirdly dated President's Cup, though. And the President's Cup players like basically ran train on the first few events on the PGA Tour, except for Amex when Landry won. There was like very few people there. Who came second? Because I bet him. Answer. That's right. So it was still like a thing. Either way, uh, I would be giving more weight. I mean, also, the best players in the field are the guys who played last week, yeah. too. So that And goes. the good players are winning the golf tournaments. That <laughs> does seem to change. The fact that this field is stronger makes me think, I don't know, Pat. My bets are going to be like in the 20 to 50 to 1 because that's where I hit all my winners pretty much last year, and I don't know why I'm going to change. I got a couple jabronis I want to bet from down the yeah, Already course. going against the advice that I gave out last but week. But I was really proud of my, like, I had a three-man card last week. It was all good golfers. I didn't get caught in any riffraff. Do I wish I maybe gave English more looks? But no, because there's a book that we can access that pretty much gave me more account at the same price, and I wasn't budging on that. Yeah. I would neither. <laughs> and I would bet more account <laughs> over English again this week, too. Um... <laughs> Yeah, burger, burger's the one that kind of stuck out for me. I'm still seeing the 20s. I got a decision to I make. I was hoping on what I, I could do. see something higher. I have not seen anybody break 20. You could argue once you're going 20 with more uh, burger, maybe drop a couple points and go to a better level. But I, I'm a I'm a burger guy. Burger's a guy I could ride early in the season if he's gonna be near the back end of whatever price range he's in. In which like he is last right now. week, he was in the back end of that second tier, flirting with 30s, low 30s. I got him at 34. Yeah. Um, and this week, he's like the back end to me of the first tier. And I think I'm ready to go. But Sung Jay also, I can't argue against that one. Sung Jay could not make one bet. Sung Jay across the board, he led T to green at the Tournament of Champions. He led him ball striking at the Tournament of Champions. He lost almost four strokes putting. Very. Odd Sungjae week. Now, I wouldn't expect him to lead in T degree again, but if his irons are already in form like they are, we now get him at a par 70 on Bermuda grass with the correlation courses being Mayakoba, Honda, uh, the Honda Classic of PGA National where he won last year, Heritage and Wyndham. Like this is a Sungjae course through and through. My biggest reservation is we got the DM. It's Tim's one and done. Uh, that, I knew something <laughs> made that decision for me this morning. Yeah, that's a big factor. 
Tim's gonna come out of the season big. Maybe, big, bigly. maybe. I, listen, the first thing I did, I know, I saw Sungjae at twenty two. I was like, this number is not gonna stick, and I made a a half bet on it just to just to get in before that price cratered. I wanted to see what happened to it. So I, I have a little bit of Sungjae right now. It's a half bet, and I maybe I'll end up re-upping on it because I do believe that he is probably. I mean, Webb is by far the best suited at this course. This is a again, it's a par seventy Bermuda course. This is a Webb Webb, Webb Simpson classic, but. When I go back and think about the past few winners here, like what was Cam Smith last year? Like 70 to one? It was probably, no, it was about 50? what it is, 50, 55. So 50 to one. Kucher won the year before. We hit that Munoz, at, at 40 it? to one. The year before that, it was Kazire on the double up. Kazire and Kucher back to back won OHL. Munoz win? What am I blanking on? Munoz won like Sanderson Farms. You're thinking of Fabian Gomez. Yeah. He won here? He right? won here. He beat yeah. Brant Snedeker in a playoff in like 2016. But any sort of form, any sort of like player can end up winning here. You need to hit your irons. You need to ride a hot putter. More so of a hot putter than you needed last week. English rode the hot putter to the win. But basically everyone else on the leaderboard behind him was all like neutral in terms of putting. And it was all ball striking. So that was interesting to see. Why is Neiman at 28? Doesn't that feel like a low number coming off the week he just had? Yeah. Do you have interest in Neiman? Um, not at the moment. No. Okay. Like, I'm not going to bet Webb, Reed, Morikawa, or English. Not there either. I guess if I had to make me pick one, it's Reed or, oh, I don't know. I don't even want to go against Webb. I'm not in that range. Yeah. I don't even want to make my guesstimate for you guys to bet wrong, if that's the range you like. Burger, M, like you, is where I start my card, but I will be leaning Burger there. Um, answer I'm going to give a look to. I mean, why would you take Answer at 25 over Neiman at 28? I don't understand that. I don't know. Okay. I'm not there. And uh, Cam Smith. You got him at a much better number. I bet him, um, yeah, on um, my show, Jeff Feinberg's show, Wednesday night, FTNDaily.com, a couple weeks ago, brought on Skylar Hook from FTN, and we were going over uh, some future bets. Because me and you were doing the major show, so I told Skylar, I don't want to touch that. And I noticed that uh, there were some specials, and they just had odds on a bunch of players that won the tournaments last year, and it were just blind odds on them repeating. And they had a 50 on Cam Smith. And the 33 on him. They had a 33 on him that I bet, and at, at Honda, and 18 on JT at St. Jude, which, which dropped quickly. But there were even some others, but those were the three that me and Skylar identified. And, um, and you got line value already. Yeah, so I got the Cam Smith, so I'm, I'm happy he played last week, a decent showing. Uh, but Cam Smith... And Kisner in this range, I think, are, are worth a look potentially. So we're not. So let's, let's jump to the next level then. Uh, so Im and Berger for both of us are probably the one we don't want to talk about. Hidekian is minus ten strokes putting. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not there. I lean Berger. Berger and Im for me. I'll probably end up on the Did twenty you, on Berger. Ben uh, Cooley had this amazing just M note that when you reminded of it, it oh that's total sense. He is incredibly successful at courses that are not kind to first timers masters uh last week yeah he was a first time yeah that's true like ones that really rely on experience so i mean we put him in that group with these morikawas and and wolves and and people don't include him which is really bizarre to me do you think it's a that he's korean yeah, it was always just, like the Hideki yeah, Fowler yeah. thing for you the, the path is just different so you just look at them potentially you see them in a different light but but you can't deny like for like how mature he must be mentally despite how strong the game is well i mean when the only thing you do in your life is play golf 
24 hours a day. It, like if he would play in every tournament, if people weren't like Sung Jae Man, you might you might want to take a week he's off. He's the best. No, well, since like why? Like there have been some Koreans. We have you know Kim and and Sang Moon Bay and. Siwoo has been the ones. most successful since like Y.E. Yang. Y.E. Yang and then Siwoo and then Ben Ann are probably your top right, three. But Im ben has Ann a ceiling that Ben Ann does not No, Im have. is by far the best of these guys. He's 22. He already has a PGA win. He was the web player of the year. He's been on a President's Cup And was good at the President's Cup. Now he's going to go to the Olympics, try to win over in Tokyo, get himself out of the military so he can keep playing golf. Yeah, or win the PGA Championship. Yeah, or just win the Masters or something yeah, like that. Whatever. Um, so, yeah. Hideki, big no at 20 to 1. Didn't like what I said. It wasn't just the putty. He also couldn't drive. Yeah, that night. I'm not. I mean, at the same price, I'd rather bet both of Burger. No, I, I li- I'm betting one of Burger or M. So I'm not. And if I was going to bet another guy in that range, it'd be the one of them I'm not betting as opposed to thinking about Hideki. Okay. So. You say Kisner at his spot. He had a really nice Sunday. He's 33 to 1. Palmer's 35. Sergio's 35. Henley is 35, making his debut. Billy Ho is 35. Adam Scott is 35. Then you got Lonto, Zach Johnson, Cooch, and that is your 30 to 50 range. Uh, the only bet that I've made in here, and maybe it's Harris English FOMO, but I think this is the wrong number on Ryan Palmer. He should be, I know we don't consider Ryan Palmer to be a great player, and he's super volatile, so if he misses the cut, I'm not going to be super stunned. But he had a great week last week. And even in the final round yesterday, he struck the shit out of the ball. Dude could not make an eight-foot putt to save his life. Classic Ryan Palmer stuff. But he's won this event before. He was fourth last year. He just played in the Tournament of Champions. Like, when I was doing my early, I, I like to go through and kind of price everyone out uh, beforehand. I thought he would be, now, this is before... He ended up imploding a little bit. I thought he'd be 25 to 1. I also thought Neiman would be 20 to 1. So I like him at 35. I'm in. The English thing I saw coming, like I believed in it. I wasn't like betting it last week. It didn't surprise me. I don't throw any stones when that bet is made. I am just not betting this guy to win a golf tournament. I would rather bet Kevin Kisner. I would rather bet Cameron Smith. I would rather bet Sergio Garcia. I would rather bet Adam Scott. Adam Scott's a really interesting Just one like here. to win. To win. Not to play well. Not to like have a make a lot of money. Not to keep his world ranking status, which is amazing. I'm gonna say, what do you think? What do you think Ryan Palmer is currently ranked in the world? It's so good it I vomit a little in my mouth. It's shocking. Like he's but it's 18? What it's, is it? No, it's, what, it's 24? Not, it's not 18. Let's see. Harris English is now 17. Good for him. Uh Ryan, 29. Ryan Palmer's 25th in the world. One spot ahead of Paul Casey. One spot behind. Who's number 24? Abraham Anthony. He has had such a consistent run. He's not just playing well at like the events he normally T5s at. Like, you know, like that he's super heavy. Like this one. <laughs> This is a classic. Okay, so I get your point being he's playing well, and now he's going to a comfort course. I think his only ever win on tour is at this course. Like 2010. No, he's got more than that. Now, he had the team win with Rom, and he had this. I I think that's it for him, lifetime. Okay, I will. Sure, I don't know. I'm not there. I'd rather bet Smith and and Kisner and Scott and. Yeah. He won in 2008. I just rather would. Honestly, can I say something? Nope. Go ahead. I don't want to start a tier here. But I'd rather bet Brendan Todd at 20 more points. I mean, to win, just to win 
Ryan Palmer's the man. Keep cashing. He wears those white on white Concord Jordans. All the respect. But 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 I don't bet him to win golf tournaments. Did you see his? And it hasn't. I bet a lot of losers to win golf tournaments, uh, and I get away with it. I don't got room for other guys at this point. It's going to be hard to stay off because I, I initially came into the week thinking Kisner. I just Palmer played so well last week, and now he returns to a spot. It's a lot like the M thing where M played so well and couldn't putt. Well, he's played Sony two years now in his career. He's averaging over three strokes putting if, per event. Like he should get it back this week. Sorry, I don't want to go here, but if if Harris English won in Chicago, would he be like getting Ryder Cup noise? I think he is getting Ryder Cup. <laughs> right? I think in the standings, like he is. Yeah. I think he's inside the top ten now. Go Harris, baby. They, Let's go. I think they would be better like where it is. I think they'd be better off with Palmer on the team. Sure, but Palmer's. I I, I don't think he's got that good results. If he wins here. He'll be inside the top 12, most likely. Now, he would, Palmer and English are two guys that would actually have to qualify for the team because they're not, they would take Ricky over either one of these two yeah, as a captain's right. pick. They just would because that's how it works. Well, Tiger's getting the captain's pick. We've already spoken about it. If he wants it, he might claim injury and then not be on the team. No, he he knows he could have three sessions in him. And as we've debated, like the JTs, the leaders of that team will go to Stricker and say, we demand, as the best players on the team, we demand you bring the guy who's going to pay for everything. Well, you, you only get one. You only get Tiger or Phil. <laughs> I don't think it's a debate. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, whether it's getting back on track, eating right, exercising more, I mean, it's been very stressful here. I need to tell you that. But just the... Certain motivations that you have to do things just kind of go out the window, especially after the holiday season. Getting back and trying to make 2021 right is something that I'm trying to do, and BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. This is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is a professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. And this service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as you would with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Just flipping over there right now at betterhelp.com. We see, I love Monica. Monica, one of the best counselors I've met. Highly recommended. There's a good one. Uh, this one's about Elizabeth Diaz. Elizabeth is great. She made me very comfortable from the first time we spoke. I love all of her suggestions. So visit betterhelp.com slash mayo. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. There's a special offer for Pat Mayo Experience listeners to get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash mayo. Two controversies from the weekend. One involving Ryan Palmer. Did you see this on Saturday night? Yeah, that was a nothing burger. I I agree, but people were like, I I didn't see what happened. 
and I was on Twitter and I was looking at it like, oh, Ryan Palmer basically like cheated. I was like, yeah, cheated? I was hoping he was going to lose a yeah, stroke. Yeah, me too. I'm like, get out of the final group. I want one of my guys in there. And then I saw the video when I was I'm like, like, oh, this is nothing. Yeah, he kicked away, he kicked away a divot. The ball was going no, it was nowhere near his no, ball. No, no, no. And like he felt he guy needed some lip chap too. He's really really dried out Listen, in Hawaii. But, whatever. But I thought it was weird that like they actually came to him about that. Like who, yeah, it was so, who looked at it and be like, oh no, he was trying yeah. to improve his life. It's like, no, he wasn't. Yeah. It was stupid. That was bad. No, like it was, I agree with you. They see it on video and they're like, it's nothing. They don't even need to address it. It's embarrassing, but I don't know. And then they made him talk about it and he was like all fired up about it. Yeah, and it, yeah. He's like, no, this is stupid. Yeah. He's like, I'm not trying to cheat out here. <laughs> uh, and then the JT stuff, which I didn't catch wind of until I saw it on Twitter and people like linked the video where he's dropping homophobic slurs after missing a putt. Uh, any ramifications come from this, do you think, for Justin Thomas? Because I do not think it will. What are they going to do? They suspend him from the Euro- from the PGA Tour. He's just going to go play on the European Tour, which he's doing anyway. Like He's going to be out of sight, out of mind. But I, think, I don't know if he was committed to this tournament or not, but obviously he's not here right now. And then he's going over to Dubai in two weeks. Just he's gonna be gone. For I a believe month. he's genuine. Like I don't know. You, you got to do it to. You got to do it like again for me to think like it's deep in there. It shouldn't be there. Period. And and if he lost something, maybe he deserves to. We saw Scott Piercy pay the brunt of it. Maybe Piercy's was worse or was it the exact same well he did that and then he was like spouting like QAnon stuff see okay that's a different level that's a level that that um a thread that the sponsors no longer wanted to be a part but there's also a difference between sponsoring scott piercy and sponsoring justin yeah yeah i don't know i don't know if glad is like ringing the phones at ralph lauren today like i don't know probably not i'm guessing I think Justin will do right by it. I think he will lead with actions, um, both in not seeing that type of behavior again. And I bet you we see him, I don't want to say bite the bullet, but I see him putting his best foot forward, whether that be for a PSA or even, yeah, do something I mean, it got it. to the point where I like thought he was going to storm and take that sucker and then like give it- half a million to uh, a thing. Um, I don't know. I, I see. I'm listen. He did even some. He's got like some. He's just a young guy. Like he's no, 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 no. That I is just, not a fucking excuse. No, I agree. He's but, like what, like 26, 27, 28? Oh, uh, he made posts after the right after the President's Cup that I thought were like unbecoming. So my point was being like, it's not the first time. No, I'm not comparing them. But it's like not the first time to me like this like frat boy side of JT has come out in a public sphere. I wasn't saying he was a young guy to make an excuse. I'm saying like a lot of his it like I've a lot of things he's done in social media. Um, like there is like a frat boy exterior I, I, um, there still. I don't know. It's inexcusable. It's inexcusable. You cannot. You cannot say that because you missed a, a putt. Just you, don't say it. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> it's that easy. Yeah. Just don't say it. And no, I, I don't mean, I, if I came across like condoning it in any way, no. And if he got punished in any way, I would support the punishment. People were clamoring for him to like withdraw or the PGA to to kick him out of the event. I They, they can't do that. 
The PGA actually, I don't think, can do My that. problem is it does seem like the PGA will work harder to just make it go away. Yes. Like, they will protect JT, even in an effort you sort of saw on Friday night, I want to say it was, or Saturday, where um, they were making, like, there's an effort to protect JT before making him be accountable. Yes. By so, the tour. So th- this works one of two ways, too, because it's a bigger deal, obviously, on social media amongst a very small group of writers and that kind of thing and people who see this than it is to the average golf-consuming audience where they just don't care or didn't even hear about it. So the PGA knows that they can box out basically everyone and just if they create the shield to it, most people just aren't going to find out. Like, my dad doesn't have Twitter, so he's not going to know about this. It's not like it was the lead story on Golf Central. <laughs> so I get from their perspective, it's it's like when the NFL tries to cover everything up. Just and hey, by uh, an F bomb got on Nickelodeon on the Nickelodeon broadcast this yeah. week. But just, they'll shield everything around him. And I mean, it's their product, and Justin Thomas is one of their biggest stars. It is probably in their best interest to find the easiest way for A, this to get rectified, and B, people to forget about it. So does it get rectified when he then goes and takes like Saudi or, or like that money? And they like, he says, I'm about this now. This is a conscious thing that's been brought to my attention. And then in two weeks, he's going, he's going, to, he's going to Dubai. I don't think he's going I'm to Saudi sorry. Arabia. So I, had, yeah, I yeah, that would be okay. So now you're taking their money where they would chop my head off if it walked in there. Yeah. But again, I don't mean me. I mean, well, I guess I'm Jewish. They might do that to me also. But yeah, I don't know the the, the politics of the situation. But I, I'm pretty sure Paul Casey is one of the big people. Like, I'm not fucking going over there. Yeah, a few of them have. Uh, a few of them. Paul wasn't the only one. And, Ser- and I think Sergio is now like Sergio had to go for free. I think to, after to, destroying their courses and bend a knee on bend on on one knee. Um, I mean, we, but this is f- not funny, but it goes to this thing that like JT is sort of this forgotten, really good player, which is an advantage because if it was Bryson. Oh, my God. But br- you know what? Br- this would never happen to Bryson. Oh, he'd Th- be, this, yeah, you know, this no, no. specific thing would never happen to him. 100%. But this is also the case where like we spent a lot of time this offseason talking about how like elite and unknown JT is. And it's weird to say this is a benefit of that. For him personally, yes. Him flying under the radar uh, shields him from a lot of like the controversy and outside of the really hardcore golf world. And apparently, at least at least some of the um, you know our friends across the pond who follow the sport like we do, acknowledge like this never seems to happen with like European tour players, but it consistently sometimes pops up um, with Americans, with top, not just American players, but top players. In America, I don't know whether that is something. Listen, I was born in the middle of the 80s. It was a word that was like literally around my entire adolescence. I'm not making excuses no. like for myself or, or but, Justin, um, but I'm saying I don't know whether that like I could. Um, I don't know whether that was the case for 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 kids in 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 England. I don't know. And people were even making links to like, oh, like SEC mouth. Sure. That here, you know, like, that's the mouth of an SEC kid. Like, well, I, I, you know, and listen, that might be true. That doesn't mean it's acceptable. And, and I'm no, and I'm no different than you. It's it's a word that I grew up around. 
used when I was 13, 14, and then you get educated on yeah. it, and then you never use it again. Then you yeah. just decide you're not saying that word, so you go ahead with it. And I'll be honest, I even got that word. I guess it's probably a bad thing to say, but I would like my wife, who I dated for 10 years, like ingrained it in me. Like she like right away, like, no, that's like a bad. So even before I was ready to maybe give that word up and understanding how bad it was, it was like, um, she beat it. She, she, she like, no. like was smart enough to know, no, that's like a word that doesn't play. I don't care how third fucking down went you loser. Mm. And she's right. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, so, so I don't think anything's going to happen to him out of this. Like you said, a PSA maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but does it, yeah, but if it happens again, he's probably fucked. I would think so, but probably not. Come on, it's PGA Tour. What do you think's really going to happen? There are a lot, they're going to suspend him? There are no. a bunch of other, I don't know, people were getting, like, they were offended that, like, women's tournaments weren't included in a graphic that showed the biggest events of the year. Nah, I feel like you can push too far on it. Like, we don't cover LPGA on this show. For example, so if we were breaking down the biggest. We didn't break down LPGA majors. We weren't looking for futures. I don't we're know anything about, about the LPGA tour, like at all. Like I don't. It's yeah. not something that's in my sphere. It's the same thing. Like but I guess what, I Golf Channel's responsible to have to, in I, a sense. I maybe? guess so. And, and I mean, it depends on where the networks lie. Like there was a lot of talk about this with like the WNBA versus the NBA, and I mean. The NBA generates a lot of money for a lot of people. It's a huge league that that they felt like some of that shine should be given to the WNBA as well. I don't know if golf makes it. Maybe golf does make so much money that they should give some lift to both the LPGA Tour, the European Tour, and the Senior Tour to help bring them up. But I don't know if that's their responsibility, is it? I don't know. Who owns the LPGA Tour? Is it the PGA Tour? I guess so. feels like NBC owns all of it. Yeah. Golf Channel. I don't know. Listen, there have even been some player. I think it was even Adam Scott who made a scheduling comment. <coughs> oh, yeah. Th- like, that was the other one. Yeah, he's like, like listen, yeah, we're like, not even trying for these. Like, yeah. I'm trying to win, like, five tournaments. There's, here. like, ten tournaments, like, premier events. Maybe you could say 12. Maybe you could say 12, he says. But the rest is just, like, riffraff. And if I show up, I'm preparing for one of those ten. And if I happen to win them, that's pretty cool. But... He, because I think the question was asked of him, like, what about maybe more, um, like, men, woman, team events, or even just and he, more. And team he was for it. He's like, like yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do with these like thirty-five events that mean nothing, you can do whatever you want with them. Was essentially <laughs> what he was saying. It was a lot of candor from like a top-end player. Yeah, it's like no, as long as you don't touch those ten or twelve events, you can do whatever you want with the schedule. I would like to see some more fun events. Although I say that, but then when we get to the team tournaments, like, oh, I'm not yeah, fucking watching. And there's no DraftKings. You're yeah. not supposed to do this. <laughs> yeah. Then I get all pissed off. So I'm a hypocrite in that sense. <clears throat> all right. Let's get back to the betting. So the other few in this range that I did want to briefly go to, um, Sergio, Henley, Horschel, like Scott. I, I think all these guys. One are half s- of the winning English Kuchar team. The other half. I'm, Kuchar's has been playing so badly. Bad. Now, he did win with English, so... And he carried English, I want to say, from what I was watching, but that was, like, just a half... Again, he hour. falls into the web situation. Short, par 70, Bermuda, coastal course. Graham McDowell's another one you can throw into that mix if they dominate these sorts of things. Scott obviously couldn't putt. That's sort of his MO. But the irons were smoking yeah. at TOC. And then Horschel had a nice Sunday. Like, he got himself into the mix. A lot of it was putting base, but... Like I said, Palmer's the one for me at 33... Kisner 33 for me. 
or 35, sorry, for Palmer. He's 33 on DraftKings Sportsbook. I found a 35. You found an even better number, which I missed out on. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to build a DraftKings team this week, you might as well just go with the all-like short Bermuda team. You got Webb, Webb, M, Kisner, and then you can go down the list and find like you have the JT Postons of the world that just played this specific sort of course. Well, CT Pan is another one who's like that. Zach Johnson's in this tier too. But Palmer... Zach, Zach might have some legs this week. You think so? But I'm not... I got too many ideas, but if I had too many little stars to guys to consider, but he would be on maybe the, just the cutting room floor. He's been playing really sixth at RSM eighth at the US Open. This place works, man. He's played, he's played really well at this tournament in the past. I don't know if he has the win. Does he? Yes. He won this in 2009. Oh, fun times. I don't. I, I think he's. What about Henley? Henley's won here before. Yeah, didn't play last week though. Although he was the he won this tournament in his debut in 2013. He was like the first guy since 1977 to win his debut at Wiley. It's the third longest running course on tour, like host venue, behind like the Masters and Colonial. I think wouldn't uh, doesn't really pop to top of mind when you think about those sorts of things. Anyway, let's go to the next range. Probably make a decision on Scott. My betting cheat sheet will be released on Wednesday, by the way, if people want to know on Twitter. I like having the extra time. Me too. That's why I'm trying not to make any. I'm trying to not make so many impulse Monday bets anymore. Just like wait for the next. If it's a number I don't think that's going to be there, I think that's a different story. But most of these numbers are still going to be there. I just even waiting for all of the books to like release their odds before making a bet, just so I can compare a little bit. Because there's one that opens late that generally gives off better odds. Uh, beyond fifty to one, though, we got like Herman, Grio, Todd, who you mentioned, Mister Sony Open, Charles Howell the Third. Yeah, oh, jeez, what will his ownership be? I don't know, but here is, is pricing out. Uh, not yet, and not uh, I, it might be out, but I haven't seen it yet. Here's a really interesting range of players. Now, if you're going to go to the fact that, you know, Kucher wins at 40, Kazire wins at 80, uh, Cam Smith wins at 50, I think this is the range that you kind of want to go to. Kokrak, 66, Munoz is 66, Na is 66, uh, EVR and Keegs are both 70, Leishman is 80, Ortiz is 90. Like, five of those guys played last week. If you want to play that narrative, this is the range I think you go to with that. Because all these guys could definitely win this tournament. Like, Kokrak, has, Kokrak hasn't been the same since he won, obviously, which I kind of feared for him. But, like, Munoz and not a short course? Like, why not? Yeah, I don't mind Munoz. Um, I will say, does the fact that this field is historically that much harder than it normally is dissuade me from thinking we'll catch this winner here? No, because every year, like the top end guys at this tournament are the basically the exact same top end guys who were at this tournament last year. Webb, Reed, Morikawa, English, Berger, Hideki. Im, they were all here last year. And they're the favorites again this year. Answer was here. Neiman was here. Cam Smith was here. Like Dustin's not here. Rom's not here. It's a different quality of top Surprise end. Surprise Justin isn't playing. I th- well, he usually does play this. But he, he even played in this tournament last year, and he you didn't think win. It's, it's not, he I don't, wasn't in it on Friday and then bailed, though, so I don't think it's related. No, I don't think so either. I think, I think he's going overseas, so we just ended up skipping this tournament. Uh, looking at it right now, Munoz sets up incredibly well. Like He had a really bad round one at Tournament of Champions, and that really put him back. But over the final three days, he was 18 under, I think. 
it's a really nice price on Munoz, and he's a guy who I think can win. So I think I'm going to be in on Munoz, and I'm going to be in on Leishman as well. Leishman gain. Leishman was eighth in the field last week in terms of approach. He was third worst on the greens. Uh, he generally gained seven of the past eight starts at this tournament. Uh, Leishman has gained strokes on the greens. So if the irons are working, you can get the putter back rolling. Uh, I think that's just a really deep price. I thought he was a deep price last week. Uh, he showed me a little bit with those irons that maybe his game is getting back to where it should be. And if you gave Mark Leishman out at 80 to one at the Sony open in any other year that wasn't this year, he would be the first bet for everyone. I caught him at 66 because I don't have access to DraftKings Sportsbook, but 66 is a really good number too, I think. Yeah. I bet him down to 50. So Leishman and Munoz for me in this tier. Munoz for me, I caught an early one on Munoz. Uh, oh, what was one the, of the books I had. What was the number? Uh, 79. Nice. Nice number. On uh, keeping it cool up here north of the border. Um, Maybe in the States too, by the way. Maybe. So I have um, three bets that I guess are in. Jeez. I don't mind the Leishman thing. I wish I had a piece of that 80, though. Yeah, me too. But even though this is a range, I don't think I'm going to be betting here. You already got Munoz. That's a bet that I could blind. I bet Munoz partially because of the number discrepancy. Because the books I could access, that was closer into the 50s. Well, Munoz is on the main book that I bet on is 50 at the moment, just looking at it right now. So let me look at Sony Open. Where's Munoz on this one? Munoz 64. I'm probably going to have to take that. It's probably the best number I'm going to get, isn't it? Yeah. Shit. All right. I'm in. I'm in at 64 to 1 on Munoz. No one else here? No, uh, no. No inventor of basketball, Matthew Neesmith. I like him this year. Yeah, Nick. he crushes the ball. But I don't think this is the place. St- the stats love him. Like, adore Matthew Neesmith. What about the young? I don't want to mix it up with the shitty old Australian, but Cameron Davis. Cam Davis was ninth here last year. 135 to 1, Pat. 135 to 1. I prefer He's the, like a I prefer the Gim Reaper at 150. That's me. You've been on him. He's been good. He's a good player. My it, sheet cuts off at Snedeker at 150. Oh, sorry. What about any love for Shez or, or Sink? I don't really, I don't know. Shez historically plays this tournament really well. He seems like a broken man right now, though. Maybe the calendar flipped and he got it back all together, but he was really poor down the stretch. Saw Carlos Ortiz last week. He wasn't great. Really? Because they put him on TV and he hit a really nice shot. Oh, really? It's, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things? Um, yeah. Uh, so, the, yeah, the 100 to 1s and beyond. Uh, Mac Hughes is 125 to 1. Did you know that at the Tournament of Champions, Mackenzie Hughes lost seven strokes putting? He's just saving them. He's saving them he's all saving for this week? saving them all. No, I don't know about this week, but he's saving them all to, like, make you angry later. Of course. But if we just talk about, like, Gim at 150 to 1, I'm going to bet just because I like Gim a lot. But if you wanted to go down on this list and, like, have, like, a legit long shot, which is something I said that we're probably not going to try to do this year. Maybe I'll play a top 20, something like that. There are a few players just from last week that, you know, Swafford has played this tournament incredibly well in the past. He's one of the players over the past five years who has the most strokes gained. He's inside the top five, along with Webb and along with Kisner and Leishman. He's 225 to one. Like he only has like three or four places where he can actually play well. This seems to be one of them. 
And he did play last week at the tournament of champions. So he's like heated up for the week. If that's the way that you wanted to go, like 225 seems like a pretty good number, doesn't it? Yeah. Sorry. I'm just taking a look at all these. Uh, Luke list 250. Nah. Zhang 275. Nah. That's why I'm trying to stop losing money on these guys way down on the Bermuda list. Killer Keith. Bermuda Killer Keith at 250. 250 is a pretty good number. That one I actually have more interest in. Jimmy Walker, three two-time winner, Jimmy Walker. How bad does this course fit the Pat Perez profile? Pat Perez only wins on that like weird green type that they have at the PGA Championship this year. <laughs> but of the guys who played last week, Warinsky is 200 to 1. Landry's okay. 225. Swafford's 225. Streb is 225. They're like the jabronis from last week. Can you getting into the field? Gay? Brian Gay, is he playing? Yeah. What, what's his? 60? It's funny that he's listed so much better than those other guys I just mentioned. But this would be a course for him. It's short. But what, just make some huts. Okay. Serious question. Can you run the model on Malnati? Because wasn't this guy doing everything amazing? Past 50 rounds in the modeling, he ranks 62nd. Go like... 24 rounds? Yeah. I'll let it load. Because I wasted a lot of money on him in the swing season, but he he was playing great. And this is another a course where he can end up playing well. It's funny we mentioned Munoz. Uh, Sanderson Farms, on paper, should be another type of crossover for this. Let's see. Mal Nati. Because his ball striking, I feel, is at a career best. Mal and Nati, he's always been a good putter. Mal Nati goes up to 25th if we look for past 24. What, what are his odds? 175. Yeah, I can probably do that. I, I'm looking at a site that we like here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, it's a site that I, I, I My page gets cut off at at um Snedeker but again Malnati he's always been a world-class putter but his ball striking has and has now gone into career best form so if that can bring that form of ball striking with that great putting that is sort of his reason he's on tour I don't know that's okay I could waste money so some guys that we are just looking at the past 24 rounds, again, fantasynational.com slash mayo if you want to like create your own custom model. And this is the custom model that I'm using. Uh, the top five over the past 24 rounds. You ready for this? Yes. Grio number one. Neiman, number him. two. Yeah. Henley, number three. Keegan, number four. The Gim Reaper, number five. I'm not totally surprised by any of that, but the Reaper. But you've been, you've been, you've had him on the last like two times he's teed up. You, I think you've bet him. Yes, maybe more. He's played. He played six times in the swing season. He made the cut five times and finished inside the top twenty-five four times. And don't forget, like this is a guy who made the cut at the Masters as an amateur and played really well. Like we don't think of him because these college guys come out. What like, number you got? Uh, One fifty. I can get you 200 without an each way. I like that each way, though. And that each way gets severely impacted, like betting the top five on the 200. I, I'd have to see what the top five is on that site. Well, not eat a 200, but 175 with each way seems probably the Because the each way top five is going to be way better than the actual top five, like by a substantial margin. And list to 300 still doesn't move your insides? Listen, if he wins, I'm going to be very happy for Gate my guy. Gate a 250? I'm trying to stay out. I know. From sorry, these guys. I, I don't even bet these, so I just say them for you to waste money, not <laughs> even for me. But Gim, I do like. Gim is someone I think is undervalued. I think he's a real player, just like I think Justin Su is a real player, but he's not playing. I don't know if we spoke about him, but didn't who 
the winner last year ripped this thing from from steel. Cameron Smith. Any thoughts to steal or who gives a shit? What are, wait, what is his? I'm seeing a I'm seeing a bigger number. I'd rather you give one that's probably. More I, I know I have to find him on this sheet, which I can't control F because it's actually print, printed out in front okay, of me. So I'm going to go. Is to he this. inside the top 100, 200? Like what? what, what? I'm seeing him at one sixty. Steele tends to play well at courses where Brendan Steele plays well at. Like, it felt like with five holes to go, he had the tournament last year. I don't remember how it shake down. I just remember being happy because Cam Smith was doing it for the Aussie fires. Uh, basically, he's been, Steele's been bad. Then, no, but he's, he's bad at courses where he doesn't play well at. And where, are the, like, he plays well at this course. He plays well at PGA. Na- he plays well in Napa. He plays well at PGA National. And he even played well in Napa during the swing season this year. Like, he was 29th. So I don't think it's insane to think that. Let's see what his overall Sony stats are. Sony open for his career. He's played it twice. And last year he came second. So uh, he did gain six strokes putting, which is pretty atypical for Brennan Steele, but you're going to need to do that if you're going to contend. Was he the one who got himself into the shit? Because Palmer got himself into the shit on 18 last year. Remember he hit the wood out of the bunker and then put it behind the grandstands? It all sounds familiar. He had a chance to make the playoff and just completely gas canned 18. And I think Steele got it up and down from somewhere like very tricky to end up back in the playoff with Cam Smith. But I might be misremembering that because I had money on Morikawa, who mm. Morikawa in Hawaii, man. Just shh, there's a Japanese player in the field this week, the Japanese sensation guy. Takatani or something? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't want to butcher his name here before I actually end up seeing it. Takumi Kanyana. Kanyana. He's 140 Kanya- to one here. He's 140. 75 to one on DraftKings Sportsbook. His pat he didn't play well at Zozo and he missed the cut at the US Open, but in his final four Japanese tour starts, uh, he was top seven in each event and won one of them. He now has two wins. He was the number one amateur in the world as of last year before he turned pro. He won on the Japanese tour as an amateur. I'm not going to. Are like the I'm not Josh go- Perry's of the world betting him? I don't know. Because if they are, then maybe I'll look. But if they're not willing to go there, I don't know that I can. I think it's more of a guy to put on your radar. Yeah. As he's already up to number one time, yeah, 125 in the world rankings. Will you be debating his ownership this week? I don't think so. Like, <laughs> I think it's one of those things that if we end up debating his ownership, it's, it's already a bad sign for no, where it could it, go. No, it's just a very like bubble type thing where, like, oh man, everyone's on <laughs> Canada. It's like he's 2% owned. <laughs> and 2% would be a lot for a guy who's probably the same price that he's going to be, like, because he would normally be like 0.01%, but his ownership will not reach the level where you have to get off of him. There but he's a real player. The other, the last name I wanted to throw, and I don't like his odds whatsoever because he's in that Grace Cameron Davis range. Like you mentioned Hoagies. You think Hoagie can win this year? I feel like five times a year. He gives it a real run. And he's a really good iron player. He's of the same, like Taylor Gooch type player. Nothing for you? Uh, nothing. I don't know. I'm staring at Charlie Hoffman at the moment. Wait. I feel like this would have place you would have taken some leads so the end of the round as a leader a handful of times. Well, a lot of golf channel this week. Who's the who's replaced Charlie Hoffman as the new like golf channel king? The Wednesday, Thursday king. Or the I Thursday, like Friday. We, king. we anointed someone. Now I'm forgetting. I don't know. Munoz is a big fan of golf channel birdies. Yeah. Who else likes Fleetwood likes him on Golf Channel? 
Yeah. He is the golf channel king. Yeah. Um, we didn't mention C Woo. I'm very proud of myself. That's a really nice number though. Yeah. 85, 90 to one for C Woo. Now I'd just be like saying names. You want me to like, like say Norlander or just like get to picks. Let's get to picks. <laughs> Picks for the Sony Open. Ones I'm committed to so far. I got Emmett 22, Palmer at 35, Leishman at 66, and Munoz at 64 are the four that I have right now. I'm debating Berger, Neiman, Scott, Sergio, Kisner. Like, I'm probably going to take two of those guys, and I'm going to get in on the Gim Reaper at 150 to 1 with the each way, just for some funds. So the bets that I have made, I'm in on Kisner at 33. I have that fun uh, season special that I made on the Jeff Feinberg show a couple weeks ago on the Cameron Smith repeat at 50. And I've got Munoz at 79. So I'm sitting on some good positions there. Um, I will be betting one of Berger or M. I'm, I'm hyper confident in that. I could maybe get swayed into turning betting neither of them and maybe adding two guys, but that is who I do like. And super bomb for the sake of it, because we talked about it, Malnati sticks out to me. Okay. One and done picks for the Sony Open. This is the first week of one and done. If you have not signed up for the one and done yet, fantasygolfchampionships.com. It starts this week. Once this week has passed, you can no longer sign up. So I suggest you go do that now. Our picks on this show are for a three-man competition between myself, you, and Tim Andercust. Tim will always get to pick first because that's just the way he goes. He's not even on the show. But we're playing against him. It's going to be $100 each. The, and the picks that we make on the show are not the picks that we are committing to for the actual overall one and done. Because we were making these on a Monday, and you never think about them anyway because you never remember who you've picked and who you haven't picked. But I'm going to try to actually just roll them through to the league. I'm going to try to, too, but I... Ideally, but, but you're I, right. Things change. I laid out my strategy... Like if like M is, I would guess that M is going to be one of the most popular one and done picks this week. And that's fine. But that means I probably won't use M in the giant one and done. Like if I see that no one's using Morikawa this week, for some reason, I'll use Morikawa. You know what I mean? I actually used Morikawa at this event last year. I'm. You, you can go ahead and pick. I don't have a pick yet. Uh, Cam Smith. Cam Smith? Yeah. Cam Smith on the repeater? On the repeater. He's playing well. He played last week. This, I think, uh, unless you're going to save him for the Masters, <laughs> I'm going to use him here. I like Cam Smith. I'm tempted to go English. Just ride this freaking rocket. But Cam Smith. I am going to take, for the purposes of this show, my guy Ryan Palmer. Oh, yeah. Good move, actually. Um, yeah. Now he does, he because he slightly falls behind. I like to, again, just a very quick brief on my strategy that I'm trying to employ this year. Stick to the guys in the top 10 in odds. Try to take, try to think about who is going to be like the third or... Forgotten really good player. Who's the forgotten really good player? The guy this week and you... Probably is Palmer. It's probably Patrick Reed. Oh, forgotten elite? Yeah. Agreed. 
Unless it, you want to say Hideki, because people could like be iced on him. Uh, one of the good ways to figure out who is popular and who's not going to be popular, because I mean, at this point, I actually have no idea because I haven't seen anyone talk about anyone. Because we're talking about it just as a Im for, will be. Po- you're probably Im right and Burger. Im and Burger are probably going to be the two. If I had to guess, they're the two most popular, and Kisner will be super. Because popular people too. feel like, oh, I'm not burning one of like the top top guys, so I'm going to use the best of like that next tier. That's why Im and Burger will be popular. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't need to just be the top 10 people in odds i would say 40 40 to 1 and below is probably where you should stick for last one year i would have used like leishman like old me like less I, discipline I, i'd been right like let's just try to get like let's just let's, let's not burn something. anyone but yeah. let's you do something like i got a vibe yeah and leishman last year was probably like 20 to 1 <laughs> not 80 to 1 if you go to Fantasy National on like Wednesday and look at the DraftKings ownership percentage, that should tell you what you need to know at the top about who's being used and who's not being used for the one and done. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So when you see like the top 10 in DraftKings pricing, whoever the three guys are at the lowest ownership, you might want to use those. Another one that you could potentially use this week, I think if you were trying to use a very good player, but someone who's not going to be super used. Like I said, Reed, I think, will come in with low ownership. Webb might even come in with low ownership as the betting favorite. That usually doesn't really occur. But Reed, Hideki, and I bet you no one uses Billy Horschel, who is just as likely to win this event as, like, all these other guys are. He's sort of like the burger of the next tier. Yeah, and he played last week, and he was smiling post-round. Good player at the Wyndham, good player at the OHL. Like, he's just a guy who fits this course really well. Sergio too. Yeah. If Sergio can make a few putts, watch out. What's the 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 the, the is there an inflated Sergio number? Yeah, I found in our orbit. I, I found one. I was thinking about it. Drove the shit. The thing is, last week he drove the ball really well and didn't hit his irons well. It was kind of the opposite of Adam Scott. That'd probably stick with like the hot iron player over the hot driving player. What's the number you see? Fifty five. No, a little worse than that, but 50? I still like it. Yeah. Well, we can talk about it off air. Oh, my not. All right. That will do it. Pat Mayo Experience. Remember to like the episode. Subscribe to Mayo Media Network. Check out that NHL show. Like I mentioned, you can watch the Jeff Feinberg show Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern time on FTNDaily.com. What time on Fridays? Or is there Fridays anymore? No, yeah, Fridays, 2 p.m. We were just off because Fridays coincidentally worked on a Christmas and a New Year. And we'll be doing our second round playoffs on on Wednesday. Yeah. And I hope that national championship puts so much air into Tim Anderson that it'll last us for eight months. Yeah, but he has to now deal with the fact that Baker Mayfield has the best winning percentage of any quarterback in NFL history. 100%. So he's going to have to come to turn. And like you said, Lamar's in the second round. Baker's in the second round. Josh Allen's in the second round. And Sam Darnold has just has like a third chin. <laughs> Not great news for old Tim. Maybe Sung Jay can hit a winner here because I'll win some money off that. Anyway, thank you all for watching. I'll be back tomorrow with the DraftKings picks. You want to watch the first look and how I did my research. That's up on the podcast feed and Mayo Media Network right now. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.